Welcome to the best breakup ever, and possibly my most awkward episode. I'm Remy. I'm Emily. And I'm Ryan. And, and welcome today to we today. have joining us. Hi, I'm Sam. <laughs> <laughs> we'll and that's it. why she's on this show. <laughs> no, Hi, let's, let's give you a good introduction. We have Samantha Troy on with us today. Hello. And Samantha, we are so excited to have you here because we couldn't possibly have had a different first guest on our show. It had to be you. We literally sat around the dining room table and went, who's going to be our first guest? There was a long silence. And Emily just says, it has to be Samantha Troy. Yeah. Well, I'm honored. I, uh, the second I heard that you all were doing this podcast, I, my reaction was, I can't believe I wasn't asked to co-host. So, uh, I agree. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Very good to have you. Yes. And, um, I guess we should really jump right in by letting our listening audience know your backstory with all of us here. Well, I say all of us. You and Ryan don't have as as interesting of a backstory, but you guys will grow a future, right? But, but but let's let's talk a bit about why we say you're our perfect first guest for the show. So uh, let's see. I'm going to start with you and I, Samantha yeah, and I. That's where it starts. Yeah, that's where it all began. <laughs> Literally the beginning. So we didn't need the men to begin this relationship. <laughs> Do nope. we ever? <laughs> not no. necessarily. No, no, not so. Not even. <laughs> I understand. So Emily and I were in a uh, burlesque group together. Was the background story um, that I came to it through a different friend, and um, yeah, that's about as much. I have a horrible long-term memory, so that's about as much of it as I remember. But yes, so we were in a burlesque troupe together, and. We were friendly and we didn't hang out as much as I wished that we would have, but we, we were friendly and hung out a bit. And then didn't we go to like Madame Monsters or something like that? We did. We went to Madame Monsters because I have some great pictures of Samantha and I dancing on tables at that event. <laughs> you remember that show? That was a great one. That was uh, Cirque X, right? They put yeah. Out that show. yeah. Yeah, Diana, that that's a callback. Cool. That was a fun show. So yeah, so we did. We hung out a bit, and um, then after that was when I- you and Remy were dating, and so he, I think, emceed a little bit uh, for the group. Although we can't remember him like actually doing that on a night that I performed, but whatever. Yeah, we've talked about this. Too. I don't think yeah. I've ever introed her. That's really funny. I mean, I was only part of the group for I don't know, maybe a year ish. Like it wasn't. It was definitely not a passion thing for me. It was an excuse to dance because I'll take any <laughs> excuse to dance. And um, yeah, so that was, uh, but I met you both through there. thought you were pretty cool and stayed Facebook connected with you afterwards. Um, and then for the longest time, I could not tell if the two of you were still dating because you were still very connected on social media. <laughs> and that, like, I literally sat there, I was like, are they broken up? Are they together? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and then at some point it was like, and my husband, Ryan, I was like, oh, he's single now. Oh, like, I mean, single now. Okay. I'm following this conversation now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so wait, so wait, here's the first question then. 
how much of a crush did you have on Remy back in the day? Or did it grow like in, over time? Or It grew yeah. over time. Um, yeah, it definitely grew over time. And, you know, it, it's always, always just one of those little things in your brain when like it's somebody's boyfriend, you know, like, you're kind of like, oh, he's cute, but like they're together. I'm not even going to let my brain go down that way. And I thought you were cute. So <laughs> it was like, oh, they're such an adorable couple. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that. Um, yeah. And then um, I noticed this was, when was this, Remy? The uh, end of 2018, right? Going into 2019 that, um, I don't know, he was posting a whole lot of really yeah, liberal memes. Yeah. A lot of, lot of left side memes. And I think you messaged me first and we're just like, hey, you know, like we should get together and like catch up. And then I was That's like so super crazy busy and then went through like a really bad friend breakup and just like was like all right I need other things to occupy my thoughts and emotions and feelings and like hit him up and I was like I'm going on a trip in like five days like could you do breakfast tomorrow was I think the message that I sent and we made breakfast plans and that was our first day like in between Christmas and New Year's 2018 and like a movie, you know? it does sound like a movie I do have to rewind a second though so his his game there was posting memes and that worked for you that was that's funny. absolutely what works for me <laughs> I like it okay. I, I, I must know that people are on my side of the political spectrum <laughs> before I can like even enter oh, okay. this is a crush like this is oh, okay like we don't have okay. to have these fights like what well, we're on this side like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's worked more than once to be honest like I literally said to someone I was like you know how I fell for Remy because of all the memes he posted well this new guy posts the same memes and so that's I think so I'm in funny. trouble <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, that's but, fair. so at that point then, and you mentioned you had a friend breakup and yes. we want to touch on that just really quickly. I want to touch on that really quickly. Um, we had an episode like two weeks ago about friend breakups and how they can be just as hard, if not harder than a you know, romantic relationship breakup. Oh, absolutely. They're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> get through any romantic breakup, friend breakups are so mm-hmm. much worse a <laughs> hundred that's what breakup is the the person you would turn to when you break up with your significant other yeah like you kind of expect the significant other to leave at some point if you're going to get into like some sort of disagreement but you really think you're going to work through most of your disagreements with your friends you are yeah it makes it tough um i want to know we're all about the the gossip here but are you friends with that friend again or is that no and it, it, it's oddly that it's um it's also an ex-boyfriend that i was friends with but this was um that was not the best no like it was we dated when we were teenagers and then it was like a decade-long friendship and then the new girlfriend came in and is not does not belong on this podcast and um <laughs> put a uh, wrench in it. And I mean, we've spoken since then a little bit, um, very, very recently, actually. But uh, for the most part, no, that was the end of that friendship. But um, it was very much a friendship. Like, you know, it had been a decade since we dated. So because I have a habit of sticking around with uh, friends and friends that are people that I date. I have a habit of doing that. Actually, yesterday was two ex-boyfriends that I am still very, very good friends with birthdays, like the same day, just in case you're not 
sure about the horoscope idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm two ex-boyfriends I'm best friends with and uh, literally went out with one of like went out for dinner and gelato with one of them last night. So he's my next door neighbor. <laughs> Oh my, oh, is that weird? Like living next door to an ex? Is that too close for comfort or are you uh, okay with that? No, we got, we're, we're good. (laughs) It's a small community. I live in here. (laughs) Oh, true. Right. You're in, yes. So in Grand Canyon X, not a, I I keep thinking Florida. Right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I live at the Grand Canyon now, listeners. I live literally in Grand Canyon Village. It's a fun place to live. And you're like the most fascinating person I know. Okay. Um, because one of my favorite jobs is about you. <laughs> well, both of you. I'm like, no, nope. that's many people I know. That's really I love cool. When somebody's like, oh, who is that? I'm like, oh, it's it's my best friend. She works at the Grand Canyon. Woohoo. <laughs> so you guys had your first date, date or hangout or. What would you I'd call it a first date. It ended at a kiss, I think. So that's okay. yeah. something. Um, yeah, and it was a pretty solid first date. Like it was a breakfast plan. And I don't think he left until I was like, well, I've got dinner plans. I've got to go now. Like it was, it was a long day um, in a good way. And then, you know, life for a little while, um, we dated much more seriously, like over the summer for, I don't know, like three months. Are we going through our whole relationship here? Is that the plan? Or are we talking about how we're friends? Isn't that what's, what's the plan? Yeah, so I was going to say, so we can ask you like, so, I mean, it depends on how long you have to, but um, no, I mean, how long did you guys actually date for? About three months, I think. Okay. I think three months, seriously, six months, like all together. So it was a bit yeah, there on were, and off. There were a few months. Well, there was a few months at the beginning that uh, neither of us, we're on the same page about some stuff. And then mm-hmm. um, once like we clear, we're here um, to talk about it all. Bring, tell us, what are the things? Uh, I am polyamorous. And um, so Remy did that not, was that was the thing. So <laughs> when I was like, hey, like, this is my outlook on life. Um, I'm not really seeing anybody else right now, but like that. And, and Remy kind of took that as, um, do you want to tell your story? <laughs> Um, I, if, I think that he, <laughs> I mean, if I recall, I kind of consider that as in, if you were polyamorous, then you didn't really need to know every part of my life too. Um, I took it or like, I, I, at some point when we talked about it, my thoughts that he felt was that I did not want something more serious with him because it was, I was, you know had multiple partners or whatever the deal may be. And I was like, that's not what I meant by it. It was just like, Hey, you know, these are conversations that happen in the future right now. You're the only person I'm interested in. And then, um, ended up started dating him at a very bad point. Like I ended up with ankle surgery right after (laughs) we started dating. My grandmother died, uh, while we were dating, he was, um, homeless at the time so we were we were in a very awkward part of our lot both of our lives uh to be dating each other and it was the only thing that I clung to like we we'd a good relationship in the middle of all of the bad happening around us we never went bad like we never went sour yeah we always had our own issues that were just going on right next to each other they're like constantly just brushing up against each other but they never like hit the other like your problems never became mine and my problems really never became yours and i was i've always been 
the single person. I don't have a lot of long-term relationships. So I did not know how to process my problems with a partner and also be there for him for his problems. And yeah, so it got to a point that I was just like, I need to deal with my own stuff here. <laughs> like I need you to, to deal with your stuff, not here. And um, literally during the breakup, it, he uh, said something like, feels like the breakup with Emily where like, okay, now we're just friends. <laughs> like, it was just like, we were here and now we're going to be over here. I'm like, cool, fine. Let's have a little breakup first and like come back to being friends. And then um, shortly after that, 2020 happened and the world turned upside down. <laughs> so. so that was weird timing then too. That <laughs> does, that takes away a lot. Like that changes a lot or, you know, takes away opportunity for that to um, maybe have you two have come together at that point in time. So did it strengthen your friendship? Do you think having more of that romantic relationship break? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, she's like, I'm, I'm like sure. i'm like that i feel like that's a yes answer but i don't have more than that so i feel like that i yeah, don't know where to go with that I'm it's like, one of those of just like a hundred percent the answer to yeah, that is yes yes <laughs> you know it was in that same category of somebody that was a good person like she had done nothing wrong it's not like she lied or she cheated or she kept parts of her life from me or there, there was none of that. It was that we had our own individual issues. So, and this is something that she's heard me say a couple of times recently. Uh, she wasn't somebody I lost respect for. That is your thing recently. <laughs> yeah. You're all about that recently. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a big one. I've lost respect for a lot of people recently. So I'm understanding now how important that is to the people I keep in my life. That's a big one too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you don't have the respect, you don't have a solid relationship. So that's definitely a big one. Um, so you were kind of forced into friendship in 2020. You were across the country for the most part. Were you were you still in Florida during COVID though? Or were you in Yeah, Earth? I was in I was in Florida until it was um a year ago right now that I was getting ready to move out here and he was the best human being in my entire life. Um I don't think I could not have done gotten through that move anywhere near as together as I pretended I was without Remy there. Like he was an amazing friend through that process. Um, and has always just been an amazing friend through all of the processes. So, um, yeah, it was like 2020 and everything just shut down. He was doing virtual thing, virtual magic. I was doing yoga in my backyard. I did my online yoga teacher school during 2020. And then um, April of 2021, I moved out here. And now it's been a cross the country friendship. And um, yes, it has. So it's been a year now, huh? Two weeks shy of a year since I, wow. my first day at work. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's exciting. Like just overall, like, congratulations on a full year out there. Yeah, that's and awesome. Getting, like, you got a promotion while you were out there and stuff too, right? Like a new position or a, I feel like there was something else that didn't you just you got maybe a yoga teacher out here i've got been doing like training and some there's a lot of training things i actually just signed up for another one (laughs) (laughs) i think it's so cool um so you're so you're out in arizona now it's been a year since you guys have actually been in the same state do you think that makes it again like is that hard to wait no what were you gonna say i mean i came home a couple times each other i oh god no i'm blanking on when October and December. Thank you. That one. Those ones. Came home for a week and then I came home for two weeks. You know, like all my friends and family are still in Florida. So home was not out of the question, but it definitely, 
I mean, Remy's a big phone call friendship of a person. So like he call, and then I'm in a very unique position where most of the year I have a three hour time difference from you all. So when he's getting out of work really late and calling someone on his ride home, you know, where it's one o'clock in the morning for you, it's whatever that is, math works, 10 p.m. for me. So like, mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to be like, let me see if Sam's up than bugging somebody else. So I, I think I occupy that nice little niche position of <laughs> the time difference friend. <laughs> like, um, I like that, actually. Mo- That's good. If you have a daytime event, you can give me a call. You have a nighttime event, you call Samantha. You have like your hours covered. It's good. But yeah. generally, it must have been pretty hard for you to move out there. I mean, did you move out there knowing any, anybody out there? I knew a couple people, but um, I mean, it's been a grand adventure, made friends along the way. <laughs> and um, cool. yeah, a really cool job at the Grand Canyon. So yeah, can't top that. That's cool. No, not so much. So <laughs> would you say that Remy was your best breakup ever since it's been pretty amicable? Yes. Yes, I would say best breakup ever. Wow, <laughs> you get that trophy, Remy. Nice. I mean, I feel like that's that's the name of the podcast, right? I had to throw that in there. Um, no, honestly, it's definitely yes. I mean, I stay friends with a lot of exes, um, just because that's who I am, and and different outlooks on people. I've had a few that were very like the the guy that I was dating here. We literally and the next door neighbor. Thank God, like when he moved in while next door to me while we were dating, <laughs> we were. I was like. And both of us kind of looked at each other and went like, you know, I think we're at that point where if we're going to break up, it's going to be like just like a difference of life, you know, like a conversation. And we literally looked at each other and went, yeah, something's missing in this, like friends, friends. And I, I that one was uh, a little bit more like just kind of like a, a nice little handshake of a <laughs> breakup. So that one might have been a little bit, I don't want to say better <laughs> because like it's definitely... Um, but like best human being that stayed in my life for sure. Aw. Oh, now I feel like he's right, the other one's gonna hear that and be like, Well, now you're gonna right, like we're gonna need a bigger studio for the size of the head. But now I have the next question. Has it has it I know it wasn't an easy breakup, I'm sure. Like it's it's a best breakup because you get to stay friends. But you guys had unfinished business. So does it also sort of make it like you not unfinished business in the sense of like, you know, but I do feel like. Where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I know where she's going with this. No, where I'm just, are you? I'm wondering if also there was anything that made it the worst breakup ever. You know, we like to talk uh, about worst breakups as well. And right. I know that sometimes when you stay friends with somebody and they're dating other people or things like that, that it's it can be tough and it can make what seems like the best breakup ever a more difficult, worse breakup. So that's where we're going with it. I'm so what was your worst breakup ever then? I mean, uh, the worst breakup of the, I want you to answer this first. <laughs> <sighs> wait, wait, I have to answer this about us? Yeah, I want to like, <laughs> I, I want to know if when you two broke up things and, you know, like, is it hard for either one of you guys to watch the other one date? I can say no. No. Yeah. Uh, but that's because I always had the idea from the beginning that she was polyamorous. Oh, that's so a valid knowing point. that I've always kind of had that mentality that I would have to deal with that someday and non-romantically kind of made it a little bit easier 
to get into that. And with the polyamory, what is that? It's not something that you had experienced prior? I had experienced it prior, uh, but again, I was younger. So it was, I, I didn't have the same understanding of what a relationship could be. You know, the, the benefits of being in a, in a good relationship. So, and considering that I had so many not work out individually, I couldn't comprehend the idea of having more than one person not work out. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Understandable. Have you, do you think that you, you're more open to it as an adult, like at least the understanding of what polyamory is? Sam taught me one thing about myself there, which is that if somebody's polyamorous, it would have to be from the beginning. It would be easier for me to go from a polyamorous relationship to a monogamous relationship as opposed to going from a monogamous to a polyamorous. That makes sense. I can see that. I, coming from a monogamous relationship for like almost, almost 10 years now, Ryan Cohen, um, for, <laughs> for almost 10 years though, um, it would be very difficult now for me to say, sure, let's open up this relationship because we do, we have our, you know, <laughs> and I know I'm, we're in our forties. So that means, you know, usually people get really open-minded in their forties, but we're we good. should be having key parties and stuff, right? Like putting our keys into a basket. And like, yes. No, we're, we haven't, we hit the seven years and we were like, we don't have the itch yet. We'll give it a few no. more years. Maybe we'll have like a themed 20 year wedding <laughs> renewal of vows and orgy or something. I don't know. But for okay. right now, so right now we're good. <laughs> but you know, I mean, we know I remember... who to call when we're not. There. No, I'm... <laughs> it's 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 a you know polyamory is very very different on everybody. It means different things to different people. For me, it's always just kind of been a um, keeping those conversations open. Um, you know, not feeling like having feelings or attraction to somebody else is a mistake or wrong or something that can never ever be explored. Um, so it's really just about keep for me that's keeping those options open and like um and that's just kind of how I process most of my friendships and relationships is that everything is um like a dial of a friendship and a dial of lust and a dial of I want to spend my life building a life with this person um you know and you can have friendships where you plan your entire lives together and um excuse me if my email alarm is going off in the middle of podcasting sure that sounds about right um <laughs> How rude. i feel so professional right now actually um but anyways whatever i was saying with this that um you know that there's just these different dials and so it does get a little bit complicated for me because it's hard for me to know what all the dials are set at for everybody all the time so this is you know my best friend that I could build a life with and is an incredibly attractive person that we know parts of that work really well together. Like, you know, so like those can be very weird dials. And uh, Emily, you know this, like when Remy is single, he talks to you a whole lot more than when he starts dating people. So like, like you and I will text message and just be like, have you heard from him? No. Is there a new girl in his life? Yeah. Like we know. We know. So, like, it's <laughs> Sometimes those are real awkward moments for me. And like, I always know it, like, you know, I go from talking to him, I don't know. I mean, there have been days that I talked to him three, four times a day for like four or five days straight. And then like, suddenly there's somebody else in the picture. And like, yes, that's obviously just going to be a natural progression of things. Sometimes that's weirder than others. And sometimes, you know, I'm out in the middle of nowhere and lonely and missing 
human interaction in general and then like suddenly he's got somebody else and like that would be a harder moment for me but those are always just feelings that I have to process and there's jealousy even in friendship you know like just fear of missing out of things and wanting to like you know he's much further along in in his handstand progress but like I've started working on handstands and like so the idea of like being together would be way like in the same space and being able to use those resources like when I went home I'd been working on handstands for a couple of weeks at that point and he was the first person to like put hands on my legs to like hold me in a handstand and I was like yeah, no, I could be much further here. So that's my whole little long ramble to be like, yeah, no, it's hard sometimes for sure. <laughs> like, and, and it is like, I, I say the same, like sometimes I will flat out say to him, like you, you're being, you're being a bad friend right now. Like be a better bestie because now that you have this person, another person in your life, I don't hear from you as much. I also sometimes take it as a lovely relief because he is a phone person and I don't like talking on the phone. So I'm like, yay, call somebody else right now. <laughs> I'll text you later, buddy. I'm working. But like, uh, no, but I wonder why I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the good thing is you have multiple best friends that are here for you on multiple time zones. And I mean, like you've got it made, dude. Like, <laughs> So remember when we said this might be my most awkward episode ever? You feeling it? Well, I was thinking, yes, but only for the fact that I am now just putting together how many of the people in my life actually do talk about me when I'm not around. (laughs) I mean, the two of us do a lot. We do. We do talk about you a lot. It's It's always in love. (laughs) It's always in love. Like, we don't see I mean, my favorite oh, ones are when Emily's like, hey, have you heard from him? I haven't heard from him. I'm getting worried. I have that feeling. Like, those are my favorite. Just like, we like, jump on, like, make sure that if you fall in your house and no one discovers you, we will find you. Like, I mean, I recall one time <laughs> that we took a ride over to your house, we Mr. Did, I mean, Remy. That's true. We actually broke because, into Remy's yeah. house. Because we were like, what is going on? And he wasn't, you know, he was accompanied. But nobody <laughs> knew that. That's true. And Samantha was the first person I reached out to. Like, have you heard yeah. from him? Oh, God, I haven't heard from him. But if you haven't heard from him and I haven't heard from him, he's probably dead. So wait, let me check with my mom. He talks to my mom a lot. Hold on. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. But a side, side little story just before we uh, just to get this out there, because it's um, the one time while I was dating Remy where we went out or the four of us were in the same space together and I think Remy was hosting trivia and I remember being at the bar and like I mean obviously I don't wear the polyamory on my sleeve all the time you know it's not a secret but not everybody in my life knows it and this was the first time I met Ryan and Remy and Emily were talking or something and Ryan like leans over to me and it's the speech that I'm sure he's had to give to any girl Remy's ever brought around of like yeah they're close but they're just friends I promise like it's cool they're they're just friends I promise and I'm literally sitting there going like firstly I know this before you came into the picture I knew this I'm good I'm glad I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page yeah, I was like, and secondly polyamorous here if they were more than just friends I wouldn't care <laughs> I know but he has had to give that speech a bit i feel like ryan's always like the babysitter like the one who's like because we'll start talking about something we forget that like oh we should probably like you know cut our conversation short and then i look over and ryan's just talking to the girl whoever he's dating that you know at that point well you know what happens 
right? Like they're sitting to my side because like you two sit together, we sit together, right? Because that's how you yep. do a double date. And I'm looking ahead at you and Ryan. So like they're here, but then I start getting wrapped up in the conversation. You know me, I get lost, right? So then I'm there. And Wait, next you thing you know, I'm conversation. I'm like, oh, right. There's a human to my left. You can talk a lot. I, I, Shocker. Shocking. <laughs> I tell everybody that we could, him and I could literally have conversations about comic book and comic book movies for hours. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've been talking about your best breakup ever and, you know, that being Remy and maybe, you know, some worst aspects of that. But now I want to know, like, what was your worst breakup? Like maybe your craziest break or just the worst breakup that you have had. Um, mm. We want to hear your story of that too. Hmm. That's, that's so hard. <laughs> My long-term memory is so bad. Um, I try really hard to only like the people that really get close in my life are people that are good quality people. So, um, I'm trying, it's kind of hard for me to find, I don't have anyone like, you know, the, um, what about friends? Yeah. I was just going to ask that. Oh yeah. Those breakups for sure. Yeah. We were talking about those being so bad. I was going to talk about, um, something else, but like the romantic aspect of like the, um, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, U type songs, um of just like all of that like I don't feel that for almost anybody um the friend break I've had a lot more friend breakups which is definitely why I can say those can be um way way worse that they're so heartbreaking and that's a lot of just like the the people who I thought were coming into my life romantically that didn't work out tend to be people that are not comfortable in themselves and like really are very deceptive in what they're bringing to the relationship there was uh, one person here at the canyon that it was like he was interested in me and ran into this ex-boyfriend next door neighbor best friend guy uh he ran into him at the uh supermarket this is just a great story so now i have to tell everybody so that's why i'm bringing that to this podcast um he ran into him at the, at the grocery store and like the guy texted me and was like, Hey, I saw your ex-boyfriend. I was like, that's cool. Like we're good. It's good. Um, I ran into, uh, at some point Dustin was telling me the story of seeing this guy. Cause I said something about that guy and he was like, Oh, he's like super gay. Right. And I was like, what do you, what are you talking about? Like, and he's like, Oh, like, and the guy apparently when he ran into him at the grocery store, put on like, the most flamboyant act humanly possible. And I was like, oh, that's because he was interested in me and didn't want you to feel threatened by him. Like, that's amazing. That right? <laughs> that's, that's, mm -hmm. that's the story that comes to mind here of just like near misses of just people who are just horrible things. But yeah, the worst breakup ever for me are definitely friendships that you think are going to be the people that are going to be with you for the rest of your life. And then just like, are gone real fast and so those the, you know even when those are the people you're really close to that just fade apart sometimes looking back on those are way more painful for me than romantic mm. relationships that it was just because most of the romantic ones are just almost more timing like they're good humans and they're good people and we're good friends and it was just like the timing of what we both wanted in life didn't work but friendships somehow are big and explosive and full of fireworks they are it's a heartbreaking thing to break up with a friend it really is. And that's, I, I think that's, what's nice about these relationships that we have this group here, like even 
because Remy and I were talking about it too. Like when we broke up, we were like, friends are off limits. Like you can't date any of my friends. You can't, my big thing with him is you can't take it. Like don't date the cupcakes. Cause I was still doing burlesque. And mm-hmm. I was like, you can't date anybody in the troupe. You can't date another burlesque performer. You can't date one of my friends. Like that's just weird. Way to break that Remy. Right. <laughs> like and 10 years yeah. later. <laughs> but like, thank goodness it was you. Cause I won't name <laughs> names on this show, but man, there were some that it could have been way worse. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> I even remember, I'll tell you off air at some point, but I remember Remy saying to me, is this one okay? I'm like, hell no, she's not okay no yeah no um all right so we have some quick fire questions that we ask every guest that's going to come on here so water bender sorry (laughs) 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 so we're going to start with you you're our first one so just quick answers on these the first thing that comes to your mind Uh, honest and honest answers on these all right so first question have you ever ghosted someone yes it's 2022 like if you're not sufficiently into a relationship like ghost like just that i i chronically look at that and i go that really needs an answer and then i just like put it down and never pick it up ever again sorry to everyone listening that i have done that (laughs) worst place you were broken up with or you broke up with someone worst place uh i don't i don't i i I can't remember any real bad ones probably somewhere where you're stuck with them for a little while longer i guess but like i don't know has there ever been a scene anywhere and in public you never had a like big scene break oh you're lucky at a big (laughs) no i don't date that much All right, fair enough. What about friendship wise? Have you ever had any fallout with any friends in public? Big in public? Uh, I don't think so. Again, this short term or this long term memory problem is becoming a problem <laughs> in my life. The older I get, but like that's all right. No, like just not a like way more of a ghosting person than a drama person. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's your breakup comfort food? Breakup comfort food. Um, I I'd say cookie dough, except that's my every kind of food. Um, <laughs> ice cream, potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> In any form. Any form. Any form. Potatoes. I like it. What's your go-to breakup movie? Go-to breakup movie. Um, as a kid, or not as a kid, but like as a teenager, was the only time I really had like comfort movie like that. And it would have been something like angry and empowering. Like, I don't do the wallow thing. I do the like, no, you're way better than him. Like, fuck up. So it'd be like Queen of the Damned or something. Like, I'm just like, love it. I don't know why that would be an empowering woman movie, <laughs> but like, it would make me. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a fun movie. Like, it's definitely right? like it Well, is there a song that you play that you go to on a breakup? Like, um, I go to, again, like, it would be, yeah, it's some kind of empowering. You know, I don't, you know, especially if it was like a straight white man type of a thing. There's a few songs there that I'd, you know. Like an Alanis Morissette, You Ought to Know Girl? Um, It's. um, I've even done You Ought to Know. I think we've all, I mean, at some point, everybody's. Somebody has. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be be something. (laughs) Um, What's the weirdest deal breaker you have? weird as a deal breaker um the older i get the more i'm leaning into i can't date sports guys which is real eliminating <laughs> yes. a giant portion of the population for me but like the second they're like this team is my life i'm like i'm out <laughs> sports <laughs> right yeah, it's right. i'll tell you like when i met ryan there was a game on and i said oh like i was like 
He said, I said, do you want to watch the game? He goes, I don't know. Who are you voting for? And the minute he said, <laughs> I was like, yes, I can date this man. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah so, no, there's, there's those sports. <laughs> those are, I get that one. That's a good one, too. That's a, I had a, oh, sorry, not to jump in again, but I have a friend who got married and now her whole entire house, like every room is themed out for the colors of his sports team and stuff. And I'm just like, your hand towels have sports logos. Like I, I can't do it. Can't do it. Nope. All right. So before we end today, are there any exes of yours that you'd like to shout out or that you want to like cryptically bitch out on the show today? <laughs> Um, I feel like I've talked about Dustin being my neighbor and best friend here quite a bit. So like shout out to him and Zach who shared his birthday yesterday. Um, and um, oh, it's always just Remy, I think. <laughs> it's just like the <laughs> ex-best friend that like, it, I never know how to explain him. Um, it's so weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird. Like, Hey, it's my, uh, he, I, I, had a date, I had a date recently and he um, called like in the middle of the date. And I was just like, it's not ignore, ignore, you know, like we're like in my car, like <laughs> up and up, like ignore. <laughs> Fine. I don't need to tell you this story yet. It's cool. Right. <laughs> like, that's not a first date story. We'll wait yeah, on that so, one. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Remy for being the best breakup ever. Yay. There you go. Again well, with a trophy, man. Tagline, tagline, man. Right? And Samantha, thank you for being our best guest. Yes, thank our you. Our first guest, our best guest oh, ever. Amazing. <laughs> and we want you to come back. Uh, anytime, I would love to so much. And definitely um, when I visit Florida, <laughs> we'll plan like an in-person. <laughs> She's here yes. right now. Yes. yes. Be like yes. You'll be like, it'll be next year. So you all will be like really podcast famous and we'll we'll do like a board <laughs> night or something like live. <laughs> all From right, your fine. mouth to the ears of the listeners. <laughs> well, yes. Sam, thank you for being on the show. But on that note, it's not you, it's us. We're breaking <laughs> up this episode. Join us again in two weeks, yeah. everybody. <laughs> that was awesome. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.